Time to talk golf here on the Radio Tab Breakfast Show. Joining us, it's our regular golf correspondent in Wayne Persky from the Sunshine Coast Golf Centre. Wayne, good morning. Morning, boys. Well, this time last week when we were talking, we were talking about Tony Fennell, uh, uh breaking that duck of 2000 or oh, 2016. He went without a win till last year. One last week in the 3M Open, and he's backed it up this week, taking out the... Open, uh, what are, oh, Rocket Mortgage. The it? Rocket Mortgage Classic. The Rocket Mortgage Classic. He's, um, yeah, back-to-back for Tony. It's, uh, look, we said last time when he won, you know, after such a long time in between wins, that um, when he wins again, it'll be the, the floodgates open. It was a little bit quiet, but now I feel like the floodgates are open. This guy is a serious superstar, someone that we can really root for too. I reckon he's a cracking bloke and... Um, it's good to see him 44 under par for the last mm. um, for the last two events. Pretty pretty impressive. We went through that this morning, Wayne. We also included the 66 he shot in the final round at St Andrews. So he's gone 66, 67, 68, 65, 67, 64, 66, 65, 67. It's unbelievable, isn't it? That's Tiger Woods stuff. Mm. That that really is um, yeah impressive scoring and in a time when golf is having a real shake-up and and no one knows really what way it's going to go. It's really good to see a good story like Tony Finau. You know, he's a, he's a really good family man. Um, he's a nice guy. He's, he seems pretty funny. He's a great athlete. And, um, yeah, I love seeing it when Tony wins. He's got such a big smile and his family came and surprised him and just good stuff. It's a good point you make, Wayne. Uh, this particular time, traditional golf, if I can call it that, really needs some, their stars to step up, doesn't it? And uh, the more diverse the star, the better that can sort of uh, span the world of golfing interest. I suppose before now he was known for sort of not finishing tournaments and dislocating his ankle at the Masters at the Bar 3 <laughs> tournament when he had that horrible sort of injury. But uh, you reckon he can get sort of, he can be one of the top half dozen golfers. You, you've got that much time for his game. Uh, look, I, I think probably even more than that. I think okay. um, that Tony could probably get to, to world number one. I'd really love to see him um, win a major. You know, yeah. he's, he's that good that it's, it's rare that you see a guy that comes along with such natural ability to move the ball so far um, but yet have such great touch around the greens and be, and be pretty good with a wedge. So if he's got any flaws, it's probably with his, his wedge play. Um, rarely do you see a guy come along that drives the ball like Tony Finau. So, um, yeah, if he can sharpen those wedges up, which obviously with the scoring he's doing now, he's hitting those wedges nice and close. So if that continues, we'll see him um, hoist a major or two, which would be fantastic. But I'm sort of really looking forward to seeing him play in the Ryder Cup too. He looks like a, a brilliant team man and he'll probably take a senior role in that as well. Wayne, you made mention there what a good family man he is and seems like a really decent bloke. For those that missed his interview after winning the Rocket Mortgage Classic, here's a little excerpt from it yesterday morning. It is so hard to win on the PGA Tour. It's even harder to do it in back-to-back weeks. How different does this Sunday feel compared to last Sunday? It feels it feels amazing. Last week was amazing. I was actually quite uh, disappointed in my finish last week, and I just all I wanted to do this week was was show that I'm that I'm a winner and a champion, and I think I did that today. 
an emotional hug with your wife right there. Take us behind the scenes. What kind of work, what kind of effort does it take to go out here and earn two weeks like you've had? It takes a team. There's no question about it. My wife's amazing support from the beginning, and um, I have so many people that support me back home. My manager's here, who's someone that helps me. Uh, I mean, there's so many people behind the scenes that have got me to where I am today. The work has been relentless, and to be able to just get rewarded for it, you never know in this game, but you keep putting your head, you keep keeping your head up, uh, one foot after the other, and good things can happen, and that's what's happened these last couple weeks for me. Even in your answers, you're always so selfless. And in true fashion, you head to your foundation straight from here tonight with the motto being, inspire someone. Yeah. Who do you hope these wins are inspiring? Yeah, hopefully the next generation, and especially my son back home. Trace Boy, it's for you, big dog. Um, you know, my kids, they see the work that dad puts in, the sacrifice that I make for our family, the time that it takes to be great at something. And it means everything to me that my kids can watch me not only fail, but they watch me win as well. And that's what it takes to be a champion. I know Jace is following in your footsteps and so many other generations as well. Congratulations on this victory. Well, I think you're spot on there, Wayne. He seems like a really nice bloke, doesn't he? It's really refreshing, isn't it? And you can see, you can hear in his voice there, um, you know, how much it means to him and how much his family means to him. And he's putting in a lot of work and he's the type of, you know, he's, I think he's got five kids. So um, he's got a, his wife is a childhood sweetheart. Um, just a really good bloke to follow. It's, it, yeah, no, I don't think anyone's ever upset when Tony Finau's winning. And, you know, his, his journey has been pretty hard, you know. I mean, it's, it's never hard when you're playing on the PGA Tour, but when you work so hard and, you've, and you don't get over the line so many times, um, it must be difficult for him. But, yeah, he's, uh, he's, he's well and truly opened up the floodgates now. So, um, you know, FedEx Cup, here we come. And I see in lockstep with this particular tournament, we had one of the uh, live tournaments. They'll take a break now while the FedEx Cup playoffs are on. But uh, they were there in Bedminster. And the news before the tournament was obviously Henrik Stenson um, coming over to live golf and uh, giving up the Ryder Cup captaincy. Well, uh, he certainly made the most of it. I see he won $4 million first prize and $375,000 in the team event. So uh, a good week for Henrik. <laughs> yeah, good week for Henrik. You know, after all of the the controversy of giving up the, you know, the captaincy of the of the Ryder Cup, it's um, and he hasn't won for a long time. No. You know, he's a he's a world class player, but it's been a, a while between drinks for uh, for Henrik. And um, you know, we all know how good he is, but to go out and and win after all that controversy and in the first week, I, I still I'm, I'm funny on this on the the. The world of golf is really weird. It's in a it's in a really weird time. Yeah. I quite enjoy watching the live golf, um, but I'm not. I'm changing my mind. I'm not really sure where I stand with it. it I, I, it's the the world of golf is divided, and um, it seems like there's this this tour that's that sits above everybody else. It sits above the game, and it's a little bit high flying. Um, I was kind of for it, and I think the PGA Tour needed a shake up. But I'm not sure whether it's it. It's this, it's this big super league that's kind of seems like it's above the the average person. Um, I still love watching the golf and the team aspect. I think will be um, pretty cool if it evolves into something that we can root for. You know, if we can get a bit of merch happening and a, and a cap that people can wear and a team that that's consistent, then that that may be good for golf. But um, yeah, I'm still I'm still not sure how it's going. Couple of Aussies. 
over there. Uh, Travis Smythe picked up 172,000 US dollars. He was in 22nd place of the 48. And Jed Morgan was 27 shots behind Henrik Stenson and still picked up 120,000 US. Yeah, Jed, um, Jed, obviously a massive talent. You know, we saw him lap the field at the PGA. Um, hasn't really hit the ground running um, as a professional yet. Um, he seems a little bit out of his depth in those fields. He's, it's the second week in a row that he's run dead last. So, um, and he, you know, Jed has got, with the win that he had at the PGA, he's got the opportunity to play on the European Tour next year. And I'm not sure where that sits now. The fact that um, most of those guys have been fined heavily or banned. So, um, yeah, I thought that Jed would um, do a little bit better and Travis has been finishing in the middle of the field. Same with Wade and, and Matt Jones. We haven't seen an Australian yet um, feature in one of those events, but I'm sure it won't be long. It's a good point you make, Wayne. I mean, there's a difference between shaking up uh, the status quo, which obviously the PGA tournament, you know, toured obviously with their wraparound tour and starting in November and December destroyed, for instance, the Australian sort of circuit to some extent. Uh, but there's a difference between shaking it up and completely dividing golf. And do you reckon it's that division that's starting to concern you now? Yeah, it is. There's there's certainly a, a, a massive divide, even amongst the fans. You know, there's yeah. guys that are that are for live and guys that are for the PGA Tour and on social media it's just a massive divide it's um it's it's very political and uh you know we we we, that's not what we wanted out of this um thing we wanted this to grow the game we wanted it to sort of spread it you know around the world I'm pretty sure that's what Greg was saying it was going to be you know a world tour and they're now talking about 25 events next year which if that happens, I'm hoping that, um, you know, Australia will see an event or two, um, places like New Zealand, South Africa, you know, those places that would actually benefit from seeing the world's best players come down. But at the moment, this, you know, playing at uh, Donald Trump's golf course and flying in on, on massive private jets and parties and that sort of stuff, it just doesn't sit well with me at the moment. Mm. Wayne, the regular season on the PGA Tour wraps up with the Wyndham Championship this weekend. If you can remember this tournament last year, this is where we had the six-man playoff. Yes, a six-man playoff. We haven't seen that since Robert Allenby won at Riviera many, many, many years ago. So um, that's exciting. The playoffs are always exciting. I, I, I always hope for them. You know, when you're seeing a duel down the end and they can't get it done in regular play, it's pretty exciting to go into sudden-death playoff. So... Yeah, when it's that tight. And, and let's face it, it's usually that tight on the PGA Tour. They've, the guys are that good that, um, you know, they go across the line together. Um, it makes it pretty exciting. So hopefully we'll get another one of those this week. I'll tell you what, I wouldn't have coped with one at St Andrews two weeks ago. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, thank goodness Cam got it across the line. It's, it's always nervous. We had another 2013 with Adam Scott in the playoff. It's, um, mm. yeah, it's, it's always good. Love a playoff. Good on you, Wayne. We'll chat next week. Pleasure, guys. Look forward to it. Have a great week.